Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. This is Zach from New York, and it's not over. Do not give up on Trump. Do not give up on America. There you go. Zach from New York, folks. Do not give up on Trump. Do not give up on America. Because it is not over. What is, what is happening here? I don't know what I... Uh, sorry about that. Uh, listen, it is uh, Thursday today. It's uh, the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And I don't know who these people are that continue to say Joe Biden is six electoral votes away from the presidency. The Arizona has not been called. And one of the biggest losers in this whole election, uh, other than Joe Biden, when it's all said and done, is going to be Fox News. And I don't know if it's that the that Rupert Murdoch is has gone the way of Joe Biden or that his sons are just totally in control of everything. But Fox News looks like the biggest fool in this entire election process. They continue to push this this fake news agenda about Arizona being called for Biden when clearly it hasn't. The the New York Times hasn't called it. CNN hasn't called it. And man, if you think anyone would be psyched to give Joe Biden just, uh, you know, just uh, just a, like a, a six points away from the presidency, uh, it would be CNN. But for whatever reason, Fox News before this, before the majority of votes were even in called Arizona and refuses to uncall it. In fact, the guy who's in charge over there is a guy named, uh, what the hell is his name? His name, he at, works at the uh, decisions desk. His name is Arnon Mishkin. And he's the guy that decides when to call a state and what to call a state. And he decided early on to call Arizona. Now, since nobody else really has called Arizona, people are wondering why Fox News continues to perpetuate this myth, this fallacy that Joe Biden has won Arizona and the very important 11 electoral, vote, electoral votes that go with it. And here was here he was on Fox yesterday trying to explain his questionable decision. What I think we've heard from the White House is that. Um, they are expecting to get that they need just to get 61 percent of the outstanding vote and they'll and their 870,000 outstanding votes and they'll be getting that. That's not true. Uh, the reality is that they're likely to get only about 44 percent of the outstanding votes there are there. We're right now sitting on a race that is um, Biden at 53 percent, Trump at 46 percent. I'm sorry, the president is not going to be able to take over and win enough votes to eliminate that seven-point lead that the former vice president has. That's a supposed electoral college expert, Arnon Mishkin from Fox News at the decision desk. I'm sorry, the president is not going to be able to take over that lead, that seven-point lead that Joe Biden has. Well, as of this morning, Joe Biden's seven-point lead in Arizona has shrunk to a two-point lead. In Arizona and Donald Trump, who he thought would get maybe 40 percent of the outstanding votes in Maricopa County. Guess how many he got? Fifty nine percent of the outstanding votes in Maricopa County, which is exactly what the Trump campaign was suggesting they were going to get. And Fox News still will not let go of this 
of this this methodology that they've created that called Arizona super early. It seems to me that somebody at Fox News, whether it's the Murdochs, whether it's Arnon Mishkin, whether it's Chris Wallace, who knows even who runs that place anymore? Someone is super butthurt about Donald Trump uh, getting doing so well in in this election, doing so well and, and being really positioned to take over um, the electoral count lead if and when he wins Arizona. In fact, there are people right now outside the Arizona counting facilities in Phoenix. There are people, hundreds of Trump supporters who've gathered there and are and are chanting and screaming. And Rachel Maddow from MSNBC sent a reporter down there. Listen to this report from MSNBC about the counting outside in Phoenix. Start here and then uh, start up here. chanting Fox News sucks. Fox News sucks. The reason why they're chanting that is because Fox News called Arizona uh, for Biden yesterday, and a lot of people are angry about that. We have not called uh, Arizona. Uh, a lot of other organizations have made that decision not to call Arizona. It is much too close right now. It is much too close right now, says the MSNBC reporter standing in front of hundreds of Trump supporters outside of Phoenix, Arizona's counting facility who are chanting Fox News sucks. I love the way he described it, too. Um, Rachel, it appears they're chanting Fox News sucks. And let me explain to you why. So this is where we are today. We are in a position where Arizona has been questionably called by Fox News. Again, of all the news organizations, you would think that the one that Donald Trump has given his most attention to would be the ones to give the most attention to the count. But you've got you've got CNN and The New York Times and a bunch of other people saying, no, no, no. Joe Biden's sitting at 254. We'll give you that. We'll call Michigan. Sure. We'll call Wisconsin. No problem. But Arizona is way too close to call. They're still counting. And Donald Trump is making up ground. And uh, and uh, and the the campaign, the Donald Trump for president campaign, Bill Stepien, is on a conference call every day saying by our numbers, by our mathematics, we are going to get the 60 percent of that vote. They're sitting at 59 percent right now. And in the end, when all the votes are counted in Arizona, whenever that happens to be, the winner will be Donald Trump. Those 11 electoral votes will go to him. And when you tabulate in North Carolina, Alaska, Georgia and Pennsylvania, which Donald Trump has already declared he won, that would give him 274 electoral votes, I believe, if my math is correct in my head, which it probably isn't. But it would push him over the threshold and Joe Biden would be stuck with his 253. Nevada also has about 600,000 votes out. They're going to call it sometime today or tomorrow or God knows what they're doing in Nevada. You would think people who make a living counting poker chips would be able to count ballots as quickly. When I go to the casinos, when I go to the casinos, uh, what happens is that I'll put my chips down on the table and the lady's like, choo, 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 choo. there you go, there's $200. And it takes me like a good five minutes to count all the chips and make sure they do it like that. But, for example, when they're counting ballots and votes, it takes them days. Anywho, there's 600,000 votes in Nevada. The difference right now between Donald Trump and Joe Biden in Nevada is a mere 7,500 votes. 7,500 votes with 6,000 outstanding. I'm telling you, anybody who gets on there and starts projecting Arizona, projecting Nevada, anyone who out, gets out there and says, uh, Joe Biden's going to be the next president of the United States, they're lying to you, and they're more, more importantly, they're lying to themselves. And North Carolina should have been called. Georgia should have been called a long time ago. Hasn't been. Pennsylvania should be called later today or tomorrow. 
for Donald Trump. If not, this thing's going to end up in the Supreme Court because it is a razor thin margin. And any news organization who starts to tell you that Arizona is clearly in Biden's column, any news organization who tells you that Arizona has already been decided is irresponsible. Joe Biden has 253 electoral votes. Donald Trump has 214. And when all said and done, I mean, when all said and done, not all has been said and done. Nobody has 270 electoral votes and nobody is president until they get that magic number. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. We got a bunch of great emails. There's a lot of really good news, too, coming out of this election, even though it hasn't yet been called for either contested. Um, but uh, with the Senate and with the House of Representatives, we've got actually positive news about Nancy Pelosi that's very exciting. And it looks like the Supreme Court um, has some positive messages for us as well. So even if you've been down in the dumps or dismal or if you're one of those people that's just totally distraught by this whole thing, don't be, because there's a lot to look forward to as we head into the weekend. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. chanting that is because Fox News called Arizona uh, for Biden yesterday and a lot of people are angry about that. We have not called uh, Arizona. Uh, a lot of other organizations have made that decision not to call Arizona. It is much too close right now. Let me turn my It is much too close to call Arizona and it's getting closer. In fact, Donald Trump used to be losing by six figures in Arizona. Now he's losing by five figures in Arizona. And there's still 600,000 more votes that they're going to have to tabulate. Uh, plus, there's all sorts of challenges. They're tracking right now, uh, according to Bill Stepien and according to this uh, analysis, they're tracking at 59 percent of the of the uncounted votes going falling toward Donald Trump. 59% of the uncounted votes are falling toward Donald Trump. And what that means is once they tabulate all of these votes, it would put Donald Trump about, they're predicting from the White House, 30,000 votes ahead of Joe Biden. Same thing in Pennsylvania. They're predicting that when everything, when everything sh- shakes out and all the votes have been counted, you know, and the fake ones have been kind of moved away and, and pushed aside, when everything, the way they're tabulating it, the way their math works um, at the at the White House is that there will be about 40,000 votes ahead of Joe Biden in Pennsylvania. And if Donald Trump, I'm sorry, when Donald Trump uh, is is certified as the winner of North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska, Pennsylvania. And either Nevada or Arizona, Nevada, where he's a mere 7,500 votes ahead with a good 25 percent of the votes still left to be counted. And Arizona, where he could possibly overtake Joe Biden by 30,000 votes, either one of those. And he's the president for the next four years. Anyone who's reporting 260 votes have been decided for Joe Biden is wrong. And really, more to that point, no electoral votes have been given to anybody yet because the way it works is the networks will call when they feel like they're ready to call, when they think that it's an impossibility for one candidate to win a state or another. All of these are just uncertainties anyway. When all the votes are certified, when the electors go to Washington and vote and say, here's who I'm giving my electoral votes for. The state of Florida grants all 29 of its electoral votes to the honorable Donald J. Trump, president of the United States. When all of that happens, that's when it gets real. And we ain't even near there yet. We haven't even been to the Supreme Court. 
This is if you guys are look, and this is the other thing too. All you people on Twitter, all you trolls on Facebook, all you Democrats out there going, Joe Biden has won. Donald Trump is lying. Donald Trump's just being a crybaby. Whatever, blah blah blah. Joe Biden has not won because he doesn't have 270 electoral votes. Number one, it's basic eighth grade civics. Anyone who tells you differently just doesn't know what they're talking about. And the second part of that is that when you realize, when you go back to 2000, which is the last time we had a contested election, you had Al Gore. Al Gore, who conceded the election because Florida was called, first of all, for Gore. Then it was called for Bush. Then it was uncalled. But Al Gore conceded the election, called George Bush, and unconceded the election, and then argued that there was voter fraud, argued that there was uncertainty. He basically contested the election results here in Florida for two and a half months. Well, about a month and a half, pardon me. It was December 13th. So it was about a month and a half that Al Gore woke up every day saying this election is wrong. This election is wrong. And in the end, Al Gore was wrong. But in this case, it works out totally differently. And nobody has called anything for anybody yet. We're still counting votes. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Cassandra is in Ohio. Hi, Cassandra. How are you? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. I'm good. How are you? Oh, great. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? I was just going to say, you know, being here in Ohio, we're a battleground state. And we picked the last 38 presidents along with Florida. Yeah. So I'm praying to God that it's going to look good for Trump. You know, he still has a chance here in Nevada and in Arizona. So praying to God that it goes in his favor. Yeah, no, absolutely. Keep praying. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And look, there are a lot of there are a lot of signs like she just mentioned. Every president over the last, what did she say, 38 election cycles or something has won with Ohio. Florida, Ohio is a winning combination. Anyone who's won those two states pretty much ends up in the White House for four more years. 270 electoral votes is the magic number. Neither one of them are there yet, and both have a chance and a possibility uh, to get there. We know that a lot of what's going on in Philadelphia, we know what a lot of what's going on in Wisconsin and in Michigan is questionable. We know that there's some challenges in Georgia now because some things have been questionable. And we know that a lot of these mail-in ballots have gone to dead people, people who have moved. We know a lot of them have been uh, not signed. We know a lot of them shouldn't have been counted because they weren't postmarked. And we know a lot of them have been forced upon people who didn't even really want them, but their their, uh, Democratic Senates and legislatures and state houses and governors said, this is the safest way to vote during a pandemic. I'll be honest with you. I know a lot of people that voted in person during this pandemic, and we all fine. But the fact of the matter is, uh, if you if you doubt if you doubt the popularity of the president and the power of the Republican Party, and if you doubt that the majority of this country is not is not already red, then think about this. Donald Trump wins North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska. He gets Pennsylvania and he holds one of the other two states, Nevada or Arizona. If that happens, Donald Trump will have one reelection against the media against Joe Biden, against social media, and against God knows how many falsified mail-in ballots from dead people and people's pets and people who voted three or four times. It will be one of the most incredible presidential victories uh, in history. 855-765-1045 is our number. Quick break. More coming up here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. 
Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. This is only my second time voting in my entire life, and possibly my last. Ah, what am I saying? I'll vote for Ivanka in 2024. <laughs> now listen, and that's the thing. No matter which way, listen to that. No matter which way this goes, no matter which way this goes, uh, if Donald Trump wins it in the end, as we all feel he will, or if Joe Biden manages to steal it, th- this is big news because Donald Trump has already won this election for the future of the Republican Party. The Republican Party has already won this election. And here's why. If Donald Trump gets Nevada or Arizona, if he holds Pennsylvania and he becomes president, Donald Trump fought and won against all kinds of corruption and evil and dastardly deeds. He fought mail-in voter fraud. He fought against uh, COVID-19. He fought against, the, the you know, this horrible corruption in the Democratic Party that pushed this Russian collusion scandal. He fought against Nancy Pelosi in this ridiculous impeachment. He fought against everything and he won. If Donald Trump doesn't win, it's because everybody knows Joe Biden stole the election. Nobody out there is thinking that those 72,187,000 record-breaking votes that Joe Biden got are all, number one, for Joe Biden, or number two, cast by actual people. Nobody out there believes that Joe Biden is going to win these states because Joe Biden is the better choice. Nobody even believes that Joe Biden is the choice. Half the people believe it's Kamala Harris. And when you look at the rallies, when you look at the, the campaigning that Donald Trump did while Joe Biden was locked away in a basement, everybody is going to look at this election. If Joe Biden wins, not as a Joe Biden win, but as a Joe Biden steal. And Joe Biden will. And there was a huge. This isn't just me saying this. This is Democrats saying this. There was a huge article in the Politico, the Politico, which is one of the most liberal blogs on the Internet, one of those liberal websites ever. And the Politico basically said, if Joe Biden wins, it will be the worst thing that could happen to him. He will be going into the White House with the most evenly divided. Half the country will believe that Joe Biden has stolen the election and half the country will believe that he is an illegitimate president. And it's almost impossible to lead anybody, get anything done when half the country believes you're illegitimate. Also, and this is very important, the Senate remains in the firm hands firm hands of the Republican Party. Mitch McConnell will continue to be the majority leader. And Mitch McConnell, thanks in part to Donald Trump, has finally grown a backbone. In fact, a lot of Republicans have finally grown backbones. Lindsey Graham, he was just a cute little Southern boy from South Carolina for a while. Now he's an actual senator with cojones. Ted Cruz, man, that guy already had a backbone, but with leadership like Donald Trump behind him, he is a pit bull for the Republican Party. I mean, you've got tons of senators who have been elected during the, uh, Donald Trump's reign, Rick Scott being one of them from right here in Florida, and a lot of Congress people who have overtaken Democratic seats in the House of Representatives this time around. And don't think that the Democrats are happy about that. They know that even if Joe Biden happens to steal this election, he will not be popular. He will not be liked. The Senate is not going to work with him. And the House of Representatives will be weaker because they lost a ton of seats To the Republicans, they know that the Republican Party is an overwhelming force in this country. They know that Trumpism is alive and well and is powerful. And if Joe Biden manages to steal this election, as many Democrats believe he will, 
All he is doing is fueling the fire for 2024. And if you get a candidate from the Donald Trump regime, somebody like, I don't know, oh, Vice President Mike Pence, who has the same beliefs as Donald Trump, who has the same values as Donald Trump, who has the same agenda as Donald Trump, has a little bit more milder demeanor and doesn't tweet as much as Donald Trump, then you are looking at somebody who's going to knock it out of the park, especially if he picks a running mate like, oh, I don't know, Donald Trump Jr. or Ivanka Trump or Eric or hell, Baron Trump. I don't care. But if you'd look at a Pence Trump ticket or what about our own governor, Ron DeSantis, who has done an amazing job with Florida, is an amazingly popular governor and a popular figure in the in the, uh, the Republican Party, a former House of Representatives member who was very popular because he pushed along with Ted Cruz the idea of term limits being a thing. Imagine that term limits. Makes sense. We have term limits for everybody else except for the people who actually make the laws. They crush the old people who've been there for 80 years since the Senate was actually formulated. This is where we are right now. This is where the Republican Party is. If Donald Trump wins, it is a win. And if Donald Trump loses, it is a it is the Democrats stealing the election and everybody in the country is going to know it. You don't have to worry about Joe Biden taking your guns. You won't have to worry about Joe Biden locking down the country. You won't have to worry about Joe Biden uh, turning this into a socialist agenda or cutting taxes. Joe Biden is going to be 150 percent powerless. As president, first of all, he doesn't have the mental or physical capacity to do the job. Second of all, he doesn't have the support in the Senate. He has lackluster support in the House of Representatives, and he'll, he will have zero national support across the board. All he'll have is the media. And after this election, none of none of nobody trusts the media. Nobody trusts the pollsters, Fox News included. That's why they're all outside the Phoenix counting office right now chanting Fox News sucks. 855-765-1045. By the way, I didn't even tell you the best part of this. I didn't even tell you the best part. This is the best news coming out of this election. The House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, they thought this blue wave was coming. You've probably heard by now that this blue wave was just, I mean, this was, this was a, a, a contact high idea. They were all sitting around in Portland, Oregon, or in San Francisco, toking on whatever, or shooting up whatever it is they shoot up. And they were like, man, you know what? There's going to be a blue wave. We're going to get the Senate. We're going to get more seats in Congress. We're going to get the presidency. And then we're going to pack the court. Man, it's going to be a blue wave. Hang 10. We're going to pack the court with like 20 judges. Oh, it's going to be great. It didn't happen. It was all a fallacy. It was, it was a contact high pipe dream. There was no blue wave. There was the opposite. Nancy Pelosi is walking into a Congress that is weaker because or for the Democrat Party. There are fewer Democrats in the House of Representatives. And get this, the Democrats that are left, guess who they blame for that? They don't blame Donald Trump. They don't blame Joe Biden. They blame Nancy Pelosi. Because when people go and they vote for their congressperson, if they're kicking out Democrats, it's because they don't like what the Democrats are doing in Congress. And what have the Democrats been doing in Congress? One thing, trying to impeach the president. And who's been leading the charge? Nancy Pelosi. So when they get back to work in January with all these new Republican Congress people, sure, they'll still hold the majority. But the majority gets to pick their speaker. And there's a lot of Democrats, AOC included, 
Ilhan Omar, who I don't know how you people in Minnesota chose her to go back, but you did. It, Ilhan Omar, all of these Democrats who are going back to work and they're looking around and some of their friends are gone and have been replaced with their enemies. And they're going to look at Nancy Pelosi and say, hey, you know what, old bat, you're done. You're out of here. You have destroyed what we've been working on. You are weakening the one branch of government that we hold. You are ruining the House of Representatives and the Democratic Party. And there will be a challenge to Nancy Pelosi's leadership. There will be a coup. The Democrats will split in the House of Representatives and they will do their best to topple Nancy Pelosi and get her out of there. And it shouldn't be that hard. And I'll tell you what, that could be, again, one of the best things for the Republican Party to come out of this race, whether or not Trump gets to 270 or Joe Biden gets to 270. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. Tra uh, we've got a bunch of your phone calls coming up. I believe we have some more open mic messages, too. If you want to leave us an open mic message, super simple. It's even easier than, than voting. You go to our, uh, you go to the app store, you download the 104.5 WOKV app, hit the open mic button, talk into your phone, hit send, and we'll get it on the air. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. I've been there. It's even worse. Uh, Star, Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045 is our number. Uh, we just got a super chat from somebody saying, build the wall, build the wall. We need to stop all these Canadians coming over and taking our conservative radio talk show jobs. That is uh, that's 100% right. You thought Mexico was a problem. Man, Canada, that's where all the loudmouth uh, that's where all the loudmouths come from. 855-765-1045. Let's get a couple phone calls because I've been chattering on uh, for so long. Kim, uh, good morning, Kim. Thanks so much for calling. How's it going? All right. I'm up here in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. And uh, I tell you what, I was watching Fox and on election night, and they, they've they got uh, they've got Biden at 264 yeah. electoral votes. Right. But, but you go to NBC or ABC, and uh, they've got Biden at 253 electoral votes. Yeah, sure, yeah. Listen, and that, go ahead. What were you saying, Kim? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, well, you know, they were ready to call it for Joe Biden last night on Fox. Yeah. They said one more. If he wins one more, he's on the way to the presidency. What the heck is wrong with Fox and what are they doing? You know, that's been a question for the last four years. A lot of people have wondered why all of a sudden this seemingly normal fair and balanced news network has decided to, you know, become a little bit more liberal, hiring people like Juan Williams, for example, and Donna Brazil and, you know, Chris Wallace, oh, putting Chris Wallace in charge of all the of the, you know, Washington Bureau, or whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on that people, the viewers, the customers really don't like. I'll tell you what, I've heard rumors and this was before the election. I heard rumors that Fox was was scared or Fox was, and I, again, I don't know who was spreading this, don't know where it started, don't know if it's true. But there was a rumor that should Donald Trump lose the election, there was a rumor that should Donald Trump lose the election, he was planning to build a competing news network to take on Fox News or invest in an existing one. And again, he has a lot of friends in the media business. He's from NBC News. Jeff Zucker from CNN is on his way out and actually offered him a job once. But that was the rumor that he and, and Donald Trump has a lot of powerful media friends. 
like Sean Hannity, who is a, you know, people don't realize this. Fox News is super conservative from what, 8 to 10, 8 to midnight almost. Janine Pirro, uh, Tucker Carlson, of course, that's where all of their money is made. They make all their money late at night and then they run the news the rest of the day. Um, but he's got a lot of a lot of very conservative friends at Fox News who, if the price were right, might jump to a Trump news network and start working on um, a, a, a conservative a conservative alternative to Fox News. And I think that rumor, which circulated just before the election, I think that got under the Murdoch skin. Because remember, it's not Rupert anymore. It's his kids. And his kids are not conservative. His kids, they're rich enough where they don't even care. They want to be cool. They want to go out. They want to party. They want to hobnob with celebs. They want to shake things up. They're bored by these boring old conservative voices like Rush Limbaugh on all the time. And who's, what's, who's the other guy? Oh, that guy, oh, it's hard. Why do we, we need to shake things up a little bit. So that's kind of what they've been doing. Um, and I think maybe they were miffed. But the thought that Donald Trump thought he could take on Fox News should he lose. And so I think that's why that's one of the reasons they're they're messing with him. They're toying with him and they're calling Arizona when clearly Arizona is too close to call. But they did it right out of the gate. Um, and even Brian Kilmeade, our own Brian Kilmeade, I heard his show yesterday. We were talking about it. He was he was like, I don't understand why that call was made. It seems it seemed inappropriate at the time. And now, uh, what, two, three days later, still seems inappropriate. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Great question, though. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. This is Ben in Corpus Christi, Texas. Hi, Ben. How are you? Hey, how are you, mate? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Ben? I just wanted to let you know. Like, um, first of all, I want to say, like, I watch a show all the time, and it's phenomenal. Oh wow! Thanks. I've been trying to call in for weeks, but you, you're super busy, and that's super cool. <laughs> um, no, I get it. You're getting the right message out there, which is a great thing. Um. I just wanted to let people know. I mean, I just uh, a friend of mine shared a video with me. Yeah. And you were talking about voter fraud earlier, or, or like pollster fraud. Right. And so, like, I'm not sure. It, I didn't see like there was nothing like indicating where this was. The video. Um, but I was talking to a couple of ladies who were coming out of um, uh, a polling office, mm -hmm. and they're talking about using sharpies. Like yeah. The pollsters were forcing them to use sharpies. Yes. And the Sharpies, they were trying to run those multiple times to their little machine that's there. And they weren't scanning. They weren't scanning. They weren't scanning. But ballpoint pens were scanning. Yeah. So um, apparently some people went out and bought some ballpoint pens and were handing them out in front of the polling office saying these will work. So people would go in, you know, they'd vote for Trump. Right. they put a check mark and all, you know, they'd, they'd fill it all out in a Sharpie. And then it couldn't scan, couldn't scan, couldn't scan. Yeah. And so what these people are doing, we're putting them in the back, you know, yeah. just whatever they were going to do with them. The provisional ballots. Yeah, it's called Sharpie. We have to take a break here, Ben, so I hate to cut you off. But, yeah, it's called Sharpie Gate, and they've already disputed it in Maricopa County in Arizona. They've, In fact, they released all these they released all these statements. They released some kind of fact check, which I never believe because, you know, who's fact checking the fact checkers? But they said that the Sharpie is their is – their, um, preferred method of voting because the machines can read it better and clearer and it doesn't smudge. However, the people that complained about it in the first place found that not to be the case. 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break. But, Ben, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, more of your phone calls coming up in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This 
is the Mark K Show. Uh, breaking news, breaking news. We just got somebody from our uh, YouTube Super Chat. Thank you so much, by the way. Um, we appreciate that. Someone from our YouTube Super Chat just said that Pam Bondi uh, got access to the Philadelphia ballot counting station, and uh, she's observing. But here, we went to her Twitter seven minutes ago. Pam Bondi wrote, and she's, by the way, she's one of the legal eagles in, tar- in charge of the Donald Trump um, election uh, legal team that's going around and, and positioning themselves with lawsuits in in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia, and now also in Arizona to uh, to defeat this voter fraud that's going on. So Pam Bondi tweeted out seven minutes ago, Philadelphia update. Judge orders observers allowed in ballot counting. We were still denied access, so all voting has ceased. So that's according to Pam Bondi's Twitter. We're going to search this and see uh, what kind of information we can get. But it looks like Pam Bondi was granted access by the judge. They still can't get into the uh, to the counting location. So it looks like the counting has ceased in Philadelphia for now. Um, we're going to we're going to check the the veracity of that. But it's from her own Twitter. And unless she got hacked, obviously, she's the one um, she's the one controlling it. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Kevin calling from Japan. How you doing, Kevin? Hey, pretty good. How about you, Mark? Oh, doing really well, man. Thanks so much. Where in Japan are you? Uh, Okinawa, actually. Oh, OK, great. Well, listen, thanks. Are you uh, are you um, serving our country in some capacity? I am. I'm uh, active duty uh, Air Force. Um, I actually am from Pennsylvania and sent my ballot off a week ago. So, oh wow! Uh, well, listen, Kevin, we appreciate your service and thanks so much for uh, for calling in. What's going on? What do you want to say? Uh, well, my biggest thing is with all this evidence, or I guess we don't know if it's credible, but of all this uh, ballots being thrown away and not read. I mean, I'm an avid Trump supporter. I'm just, I mean, where does the American people go if this thing does go Biden's way? I mean, we want to get rid of the corrupt politicians. And this seems like corruption at its max right here. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin, and you bring up a great point. And, you know, in every every cloud has its silver lining, which is something that, that I always, you know, I come in here and I go, look, here, here's the good news. We'll probably lose Nancy Pelosi. Here's the good news. We've got this great Senate. Here's the good news. We've got more Republicans in the House of Representatives. Here's the good news. Joe Biden knows that most Americans or a lot of Americans, 69 million Americans, hate him and think he's a thief and a corrupt individual. So it's going to be very difficult for him to pass any of his agenda items if he should become president um, by way of by way of election theft. So, yeah, it's a great question. Where do we go from here? The first and most important thing that people need to realize is that nobody really controls your own destiny more than you do. And I know that sounds really hokey and, you know, spiritual, whatever, but it's true. You can succeed or you can you can, you know, have good times and bad times no matter who's president. You know, when, when Donald Trump was president, I'm sure there was a time in your life in the last four years you were like, God, could anything get any worse? Or, oh, my life is in ruins. There's probably also times when you thought, wow, this is life has never been better. I feel great. And that's all because of you. Uh, you know, we also still have a divided government. The real the real problems is when the government's not divided. Um, we have a Republican Senate. We have a conservative Supreme Court, like a really really conservative Supreme Court. And in the end, the Supreme Court is even more powerful than the president of the United States. The Supreme Court gets to say yes and no to everything. And that includes executive orders. If if Donald Trump signs an executive order or if Joe Biden somehow steals this election, becomes president and signs an executive order and somebody doesn't like it and it goes to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has the power to say 
No, you can't do that. And the whole thing is washed away. If the Senate or the House of Representatives passes some law or your state passes a law that you think is unconstitutional and you go through the system and it ends up at the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has the power to say, no, you can't do that. And the whole thing, it's like it never happened. And that's the Supreme Court that Donald Trump put in place and the appellate courts that Donald Trump put in place and all of the judges that Donald Trump wasted no time in putting in place are going to secure the American dream and the constitutional idea of America longer than any one person ever could as president, longer than any 100 individuals could do as a Senate, and longer than any 435 idiots could do as the House of Representatives. The Supreme Court and the decisions they make will be the supreme law of the land. And with a 6-3 to three conservative majority, that means that America is safe. And you and your family and the, the rest of our armed services, everyone serving at home, abroad, everyone who's working, every small business owner, you have to realize that what really is another benefit of this Joe Biden potential presidency is the weakness he will have means that the majority of the decisions will go back to your state. And again, you said you're from Pennsylvania. Probably a good thing you're in Okinawa because the leadership in Pennsylvania is really bad and corrupt and horrible right now. The leadership in Michigan, same. Here in Florida, we have an amazing governor. We have pretty decent mayors. We've got great people representing us in Congress. We've got great people representing us in the Senate. We have people here in Florida that understand what Floridians need, what they want. And what they need and want is more of their own money and less government control. And that's why they also no income tax. I mean, these are things that has made Florida a really fantastic state and a lot of other states are beginning to emulate it. So what another benefit is going to be, number one, not only will people realize that they are in control of their own lives and destinies, no matter who's in the White House, it doesn't matter about who's in the White House, it matters who's in your house. And the second thing, the second thing that they're going to realize is that in the end, when they wake up and they go to work or when they wake up and they take their kids to school, no matter who is in the White House, you are going to see more and more control to the states. And that will hopefully get people involved in state politics. And when these governors like Gretchen Whitmer and 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 uh, Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, when these dictators, when these tyrants, I mean, then these people are tyrannical when they come up for reelection, hopefully Every single person in Pennsylvania right now who is on pins and needles waiting to see if their corrupt politicians are going to discount their decision to elect Donald Trump. Every single Republican voter in Michigan and Wisconsin who is fuming right now, chomping at the bit, ready to take siege on the Capitol because they believe their governor and the and the judges they put in place and the and the people counting the votes, they've stolen this election from them when it comes time. And it, everybody, it comes time for everybody. The, the chickens always come home to roost. When it comes time to reelect them, they're going to be facing challenges like they've never seen before. And, you know, when they say think global and act local, the best thing you can do if you are a disenfranchised Trump voter in a state that didn't go Trump. If you are a red voter, if you're on the Trump train in Wisconsin, if you're on the Trump train in Michigan, if you're on the Trump train in Minnesota or Pennsylvania or Nevada or Arizona, wherever these challenges are, if you are a conservative in one of those states and you feel like you were robbed in this election, then your job, your duty, what you should be looking forward to is your next state election and you throw all these bastards out because you think globally and you act locally. 
And the more governors we have, the more mayors we have, the more, uh, you know, the more conservative justices we have in your in your state governments, the more you're going to see all of these ideals that you voted for for president happening in your own communities. And, and that's you have the power. You still do. Uh, in this election, if it gets stolen from you, that should just inspire you to, to act even even more uh, the next time around. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. The other thing is I think a lot of people are realizing how much power these local individuals have and that you really should pay attention to local politics because you're voting for someone for governor and you don't know that two years later they're going to negate your presidential vote. You don't know that they're going to start sending mail-in ballots, flooding your market, flooding your state and your city with these these potentially fraudulent ballots that will discount your ability to choose who you want to run this country. So think very carefully, very carefully about who you put, not just in the White House, but in your state house. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. More time. We got plenty of time, though. We're going to get to your phone calls here in just a minute. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. My wife just texted me and said, Sonny on The View just said, if you voted for Trump, you are selfish and don't care about your fellow Americans. They all literally can't believe he got any votes. So, of course, I wrote back, why are you watching The View? Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. This is James in Whitestone, New York. Hi, James. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark A Show. Hey, Mark. Thanks so much for having me on. You know, the longer I the longer I uh, stay on hold and listen, the more I want to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know. that. That's why we keep you on hold so long. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, you, got, you got the whole rest of the show. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say that I know we're talking about Arizona uh, and the Sharpie markers. Uh, you know, I find it uh, quite interesting that you know, uh, you know, Trump could hold a uh, Trump supporters could hold a 96 mile long Trump rally and car parade. Um, you know, fill up airports and arenas. Well, you know, Joe, Joe Biden can't even fill up a, uh, a high school gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, yet we're seeing these ridiculous numbers right now. And I know we're talking about Arizona, but you know, we should really be focusing on Michigan and uh, how you know, literally overnight uh, from November 3rd to November 4th, Joe Biden gained you know over 600,000 votes. Uh, without one of those votes being cast for Donald Trump. Right. Uh, how, how you know, polling precincts are being boarded up, um, so poll watchers can't participate in this seemingly uh, untransparent um, counting of these votes. Uh, but, you know, I live in New York, and uh, I find it incredible how, you know, they called the uh, state for, for uh, Joe Biden at 9.01 p.m., yet they still won't call Pennsylvania for Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, all these days later, with him being clearly in the lead, um, you know, I, I, I think I think the conversation we're going to have in in the coming days, coming months is that, um, you know, early voting without an excuse, uh, especially mail in voting uh, is, is just an unconstitutional thing. This has to be a, a constitutional conversation. Well, and again, um, I, one of the and yeah. you're right about the voting. And one of the big things that happens is that, that you know, and, and this is the good and the bad of it is. It all comes down to your state leadership, which people don't even realize. And hopefully I think Donald Trump has tried to shed some light on that, especially with the, uh, you know, the way that he reacted to the riots and things after the Black Lives Matter protests and the looting after George Floyd. 
the states are given. I mean, this was a our Constitution is built on states rights. It's built on the idea that we are a union of states. And the reason that the Constitution exists the way it is and the reason that the Bill of Rights is there and the reason that all powers not granted the government by the Constitution are are passed back to the states. The reason that is, is because New York in 1790 was a lot different than than Georgia in 1790 and still is today. You know, Boston, Massachusetts made their money and had different needs than uh, than than, you know, uh, Richmond, Virginia um, and still do today. So the states have to maintain the rights. And that's why the states are in charge of balloting and elections and all that other stuff. The problem there being that when you have these states that have, like Pennsylvania, which has been a Democratic state probably since it's been founded, um, when you have states like Milwaukee and Wisconsin, who, again, probably were caught with their pants down in 2016, they weren't ready to stuff the ballot box because they just didn't think Donald Trump was going to win. That's the that's the other issue. The issue was in 2016, Donald Trump was a joke. He was a laughing stock. He wasn't even a real candidate. No one was taking him seriously. They didn't think he was going to win a single state, let alone enough electoral votes to win the presidency. They didn't think he was going to win Florida or 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 North Carolina or Georgia or even Arkansas. They didn't believe he was going to win that that blue wall that they put up there in the industrial Midwest. They had they did not think that he was going to win Pennsylvania, Michigan and Wisconsin. Are you kidding against Hillary Clinton, the union workers, best friend in the world? There's no way that. So they got caught with their pants down. They didn't have time to come up with enough phony ballots by the time they realized Donald Trump won their electoral votes. Now they've got time. They had time. They had four years. They weren't going to make the same mistake twice. They weren't going to let Donald Trump roll in and win. They weren't going to, especially as they're watching these rallies, while Donald Trump was in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin and Michigan rallying everywhere, I mean, all over the place to 30,000, 50,000 people. Every single time while he had these you're right, these boat parades and these Trump trains and all this support and the signs galore and people just cheering him on USA, USA. Well, all that was going on. The Democrats were going, holy cow, it's going to happen again. All right. We got to be prepared this time. We got to have we got to have truckloads of votes ready to come in at 2 a.m. Should this thing happen again? And then sure enough, what do we see on election night? We saw it happening again. Red state, red state. Pennsylvania, red state. Oh, my God. It's happening again. All right. Call the trucks. Call the call the Teamsters. You know, it's time to let's go, boys. Stand by and stand back or stand proud or whatever it is. We got to make sure that this doesn't. They were caught uh, with their pants down in 2016. This time they had a chance to prepare. And that's why it's going this way. Uh, but Donald Trump's holding Pennsylvania. He'll probably get Arizona. He'll probably get Nevada. He'll probably get one of those. And then it's game over. And then you have a guy and uh, not just a guy, but you have a whole group of individual people, a whole mindset, a whole idea of what America is and should be and can be. Most importantly, that was strong enough to overcome all of this evil, all of this tyranny, all of this fake news and all of these fake ballots. And that is something that America needs and we'll get. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. More breaking news. More breaking news. We are, what, can you just talk, I can't understand. New COVID-19 cases surge. 
I can't hear you. Can you I turn your mic? I did. I did. I flipped already. Is that what you're trying to say? Flip? Restrictions on restaurants, oh, pubs, okay. gyms, and other non-essential businesses. Oh, I see. Until okay, never mind. I figured it out. Got it. Thanks. I appreciate it. Give me a minute. We need better hand signals. The other Josh is in the other room today. Uh, so we can't talk. Anyway, uh, breaking news from Nevada. So here's the deal. The Trump campaign filing a lawsuit in Nevada over ballots that they say 10,000 ballots that they say were cast by people who no longer live in that state and therefore are no longer eligible to vote in that state should they move. So that's going down in Nevada. Also, in about 30 minutes or so, they should be releasing more results the Biden campaign claims that they're going to get the bulk of it. The Trump campaign confident they're going to get some. Uh, there's only about 7,500 votes differentiating both of them. Biden has 50.4% of the votes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's no, that's, that's overall. Uh, Biden has like a very slim, slim majority of those votes in Nevada. And like I said, there's still a bunch to be counted. Arizona also in dispute. Um, it appears that there's still people camped outside chanting and screaming about counting all the votes. And we're looking for more uh, votes to come out of Arizona as well. The Trump campaign confident that they can pull within uh, pull a lead um, out of Arizona and end up with about 30,000 more votes, 30 to 40,000 more votes than Joe Biden and win the state and its electoral votes, uh, which tally 11. All very important. Everybody, look, nobody's done. Everybody needs at least one more state. At least one more state. Donald Trump, North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska will give him those. Uh, Pennsylvania, he's leading. And if that's the case, he needs one more state, Arizona or Nevada. Joe Biden right now needs both Arizona and Nevada to win this thing. Um, or Pennsylvania, which doesn't look likely. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Kathy in California. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Hi, thank you for um, taking my call. I've called several times, obviously, didn't get through. I love your show. Oh, thank you. Uh, you, have, you have a lot of supporters out here in California. So um, my, I, I actually have two questions yeah. I hope I get answers for. Um, I don't understand why California at 805 called for Biden with 26% counted. Right. And there's a large surge of trump supporters also why haven't the republicans come out and said anything about what's going on um plus if things turn for trump and he wins do you think civil war will happen and we are we have until november 17th to get the votes in to recall newsom yeah and it's huge out here to get him out of office. Yeah. Well, let, Kat, those, mean, those are all really great questions. Let me pause for one second because I do want there is a uh, press conference um, from the Trump campaign. I'm going to answer your questions, but I want to dip in here quickly. Access. This is in Nevada. She showed up to vote and she was told someone had already cast her ballot and she was denied the opportunity to vote. We are filing in federal district court here in Las Vegas. We're asking for emergency relief, a TRO, and injunctive relief. We're asking the judge to, due to all of these irregularities, to stop the counting of improper votes. All right, there you go. So the Trump campaign now on the ground in Nevada, and they are uh, filing an injunction to stop the vote counting there because of irregularities in the um, in the votes. Uh, Kathy's asking about calling the election for California and uh, why it was called so early. And if Donald Trump does win this, will there be civil war? Listen, here's the deal. Right now, 
if you look at California, uh, you know, it's one of those states that. And again, this, you know, maybe we need another 2000. The big thing that happened in 2000 was that everybody called Florida too early. They called it for Bush or they called it for Gore. And then they had to uncall it. And then it was a big embarrassment. And so then in 2004, they didn't call anything until like the very last minute. It was like midnight before anybody would call anything. And that lasted for a while. But now with Donald Trump, it's personal. I mean, that is the other thing, too. This is the first campaign where it has been truly personal with the media. The media is reporting on one of their biggest enemies, a guy who attacks them deservedly on the regs. And he's out there saying, you guys are fake. You guys are in bed with the Democrats. You guys are liars. And we that's all been proven to be true, by the way. The polls are fake is true. We've seen that the polls are fake. What Election Day does is it brings to light how much the media is bad at their job. They pay money to pollsters who make up numbers. They pay money to pollsters who create numbers out of thin air. And they pass it off, pass it off as legitimate news. News that could, if Americans were as dumb, were as, dumb as they think they are, actually alter the state of the election. Uh, but quite frankly, I don't think anyone believes them anymore anyway. So what they are doing now is they're reporting on their worst enemy winning re-election. And it kills them. And you could see it when they had to call Florida. Finally, after hours of Donald Trump being ahead by 500,000 votes, you could see how much it killed them when they had to call Texas. Ohio, which they thought, whoa, well, look at how blue Ohio is. Wow, could Joe Biden flip Ohio? No, Joe Biden can't flip Ohio. Ohio was securely in Donald Trump's corner the entire campaign. But because of the pollsters... They believed it could flip because of the pollsters. Joe Biden wasted time uh, campaigning in Ohio when everyone in Ohio knew the way the state was going to go. So uh, as far as calling it, these 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 Fox News stations and CNNs and MSNBC, they're all in it for themselves. They are all in it for themselves. They think they hold the power. They really think that they're the ones that are calling the election. When they make a decision to call a state, they think that gives them some kind of political power. It doesn't. They're number crunchers. They're working the numbers. They're going off of historical uh, you know, ballots and returns and things like that, which you can never do in a Donald Trump presidency. You can't do that in this political climate. There's so many different people voting for different people for for different reasons. You've got diehard lifelong Republicans who hate Donald Trump voting for Biden. And you've got people who always voted for the Democrats until this year voting for Donald Trump. Your statistical historical analyses don't work anymore. So trash them, throw them out the window. That's why they were calling California. They're like, oh, California, it's always blue. Now, they weren't wrong, but they really called it early. As far as civil war, I don't think if Donald Trump wins there'll be civil war i mean there's already people there's antifa in washington dc and portland they're already throwing bottles full of full of urine and and lighting crap on fire and they've already got bricks going through windows they're slashing people in the street for no reason they're already doing that and their guy hasn't even lost yet so if win or lose these people would have gone crazy they're going crazy now because there was no winner on Election Day. You've got Fox News calling their guy way ahead. They're still going crazy. If he wins, they'll probably still go crazy. Who knows? As far as the right goes, no. If Donald Trump wins, there won't be civil war. But if Joe Biden steals this election, because it wouldn't be a win. If Joe Biden manages to steal this election from the people, from the 69 million people who went out and support legitimate actual voters who went out and supported Donald Trump. Well, that's another story. Uh, I don't think there's going to be civil war, 
but they but you're gonna you're gonna see a you're gonna see a very 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 short presidency for Joe Biden, and you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Republicans winning a lot of House seats and Senate seats and governorships in the next election. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. This is Gus in Long Island. Hey Gus, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Mark? How you doing, man? What's up, Gus? I'm all right. Do you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What do you want to say? Hey, uh, so I'm in Long Island, uh, mostly Republican um, community. Yeah. All right. And in my polling place, every station had a Sharpie. Yeah. I've been hearing, you know, Sharpies weren't allowed, Sharpies are allowed. But I know in my polling uh, center, everybody that my community is 90% Republicans use Sharpies to sign the ballot. So I'm not sure, you know, what's going on. Yeah. I just think New York, and New York is a blue state, but, you know, we were trying to change it red. Like, yeah. these rallies every weekend, there's 10,000 cars. Oh, I know. Come. I know. Yeah, maybe. Well, look, maybe if you guys stopped voting with Sharpies, you would have turned it red. <laughs> just, I'm totally kidding. And by the way, what great publicity for the Sharpie company, huh? I mean, it's I mean, not like they needed it. I mean, they've already, Sharpie has become synonymous with the actual little black marker or whatever color marker you use, but... This is really they're going to they're going to sell a ton of shirts. Not around Election Day. People are going to steer clear. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. We have to take one more quick break. We'll squeeze in a couple more phone calls. I'm going to dip into this news conference in Nevada and try to get uh, try to get the latest news for you as well. Stay tuned. More of the Marquee show coming up on one oh four point five WOKV. Five seven six five one zero four five is our number. 855-765-1045. So I got an email I wanted to share with you before we get out of here today. And uh, hang on, oh shoot, I just lost it. I hate my phone. Uh, hang on, I don't actually. I love it. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. That's why it's always glued to my head. I'll find it here in just a minute. But the um, basically the oh here it is. It's from Jack Ritchie, and he wrote, "Hi Mark." I listen to the show, and I'm a big fan. I just have a question for you. If you would be so kind to address this on the show uh, or in an email, because I don't see a potential victory for president in the future for the Republican Party. <laughs> you're really, you're really, I can't see you skulking around. What is going on? The other Josh just snuck in here and uh, looked at, like, ducked down under the, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I just don't see a potential victory for president in the future in the Republican Party. I am 24 years old and just finished my first year of working for a public accounting firm in downtown Minneapolis. I'm originally from Green Bay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, For me personally, I just don't see any possibility of a Republican winning the presidential election in the future if we can't win this year. I say this because, in my opinion, the main running point of the Republican Party and one that stands out to most voters is the economy. If we can't win this year when there was the strongest economy in the recent memory of our country, when can we win? I get that the minority votes improved this year, but I think that's because of the economy. I just don't see that happening in the coming years. So why should the Republican Party have hopes in 2024 and beyond that they can win if the main point of why to elect them is because the economy is so strong and they can't win when the economy is the strongest ever? Great point. Great question. And a lot of people are feeling that way. 
If we have a president like Donald Trump who goes out and rallies every single day, five times a day in four different states and draws tens of thousands of people and at the same time somehow manages to keep the economy strong, somehow manages to keep two million people from dying from coronavirus, somehow manages to fund historically, historically black universities and colleges for 10 years, somehow manages to broker peace deals in the Middle East, get nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize like four times. Excuse me. Well, I sneeze. And also, if, if we can't win an election with a guy like that running, how are the Republicans? Get, and Joe Biden, Joe Biden is the is the is the candidate that the Democrats put up a guy who's senile, a guy who's got one foot in the grave, a guy who has no notable accomplishments and quite possibly could be guilty of treason against the United States with him and his family. If we can't win in a year like this, how are the Republicans ever going to win? And that's a great point. And it's something that a lot of people think about. And the answer is that the Republican Party did not lose this election. The Republican Party did amazing things during this election. If this election goes to Joe Biden, it's not because the Republicans lost. Again, it's because they did dastardly deeds to make sure that they secured a victory for a guy they knew couldn't win on his own, a guy they wouldn't let campaign. They had to do everything legal, illegal, questionable, moral, immoral, whatever. They had to get every news organization, every social media outlet to suppress information about Joe Biden and his potential illegal dealings with China and Ukraine. They had to get every tool in their box out and they were hammering away and chipping away and sawing away and drilling at Donald Trump and the supporters in every single state for months. They needed COVID-19. They needed everything they could do. They needed to shut down entire states, entire economies to try to win. And they still haven't won. They, they did all of that, and they still don't have 270 electoral votes. Whereas Donald Trump got probably more popular vote than he did last time around, more popular vote than he did than any Republican in history. Donald Trump's looking at 68 million votes. That is that is a that is a huge win for the Republican Party. And next time around, next time around, if for whatever reason Joe Biden is able to steal this from from the Republican Party, if he's able to steal the White House from Donald Trump, which don't don't think it's going to be easy. But the next time around, you're going to have 69 million people lining up on day one to early vote for whomever the Republican Party puts up. And you're going to have Donald Trump. And his entire and his entire family, his entire campaign staff, his entire, I mean, bastion of supporters, deplorables all over the country lined up and ready to do to the Democrats what they're trying to do to us this time around. So if if there isn't another Republican president this time around, rest assured, there will be in the near future. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. So here's the deal. Nevada, a new lawsuit. From Donald Trump and his campaign, uh, because of all the fraudulent uh, reports that they're getting of voters, uh, votes not being counted, people not being allowed to vote, voter suppression, whatnot. So they've uh, they've asked for an injunction to halt the votes in Pennsylvania. They're continuing to, to count the votes. But apparently, Pam Bondi says they've stopped there uh, because they can't get access. The Trump campaign can't get access to the voting facility, even though the court ordered it. Uh, we're waiting on, on new results from Nevada at noon. Arizona should be coming up. There's I mean, there's a lot still to go. And once again, remember, nobody has 270 electoral votes yet, which means nobody has won this election and nobody has lost this election. And until somebody gets 270 electoral votes, legitimately, 
There's no need to panic or worry. 855-765-1045. Listen, we're out of here. Traffic, weather, news. Rush Limbaugh is coming up, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say about this as well. So stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.